Hey, TK Show is sponsored by South County Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram, Northern California's number one volume dealer. Check them out at SouthCountyChryslerJeepDodge.net or drive a little and save a lot in friendly Gilroy. From the San Jose Mercury News, the Bay Area News Group, it's the TK Show. And now here's your host, Tim Kawakami. Hey everybody, it's Tim Kawakami here, TK Show, another edition on a special Wednesday. Thanks to the Warriors scheduling, screwing around everything, but uh, the, the one the one uh, bulkhead I had for this day, I, one I knew I wanted to have, is the guest we have right now, should have had on earlier from CSN, the anchor, one of the anchors, I forget the name of the co-anchor, but one of the main anchors, <laughs> Ahmed Fareed, good friend of mine, uh, great to have you on, Ahmed. I'm, who's the name of your co-anchor, your main co-anchor? I, I just, it does slip my yeah. mind. I forget it. I forget it as well. Yeah. So I just call him Feldy for sure. <laughs> okay. But you did. But you did. You did have him on before me. Yes. So that I, I probably will never <laughs> forgive you for that. that. That will be something I never forgive you for. It's a, a unforgivable taste more than anything. Forget about personalities. <laughs> so. right. Well, listen. I'm, yeah. Let's just get get into it. I mean. Uh, People see you on TV every night. If they people know about you, you, you certainly you've been on MLB Network. But just can you you, you grew up in Michigan, right? And uh, what, what, just take take us through a little through your background, how you ended up in the Bay Area and and at, at CSN. Yeah, grew up in Michigan. Always loved sports. You know, I was I was a big Tiger fan, University of Michigan football fan. Uh, go Jim Harbaugh, uh, a big, uh, you know, everything, Detroit Pistons, Detroit Lions, all that stuff. Um, so always knew that I, I had a, a love of sports. And so I was figuring out, trying to figure out a way to get, get into it, you know, and my baseball career wasn't going great and my football career wasn't going great. So I was like, let's do, uh, the broadcast thing. So yeah, I went to Syracuse, first job in Michigan, second job in Virginia, MLB network comes calling. I say, Sure. I was like, let's 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 do it. So uh, yeah, go out to uh, Secaucus, New Jersey. Beautiful, uh, beautiful, beautiful Secaucus, New Jersey. Yeah. <laughs> You've been there. Yeah. I've, I've driven past of, it. I know that. Yeah. yeah, it's a it's a lot of semis and pavement. Yeah. If, you, if you've never been there and you don't want to go, I'll just say it's, it's semis and pavement in Secaucus, New Jersey. Um, but but talk about a great place to work. I learned a ton about being on TV. About about how to be on TV because you know the first jobs in media you're kind of doing it all you're a, a one man band you're shooting highlights you're editing you're doing all that stuff when I got to MLB it was just you know you're on TV go do it and so for two years it was like boot camp uh, doing quick pitch at, at one two in the morning yeah. and so it was it was a grind and you're just talking about one sport all the time in that time Tim I I couldn't have told you what team Steph Curry played on and I'm being serious because you, when you're there it's so hyper baseball. You know about the middle reliever at, you know, the Pirates and, and the guys they got in AAA that come up and be their closer. So all, all that stuff is, is going on in your brain and none of that other. I, I have a black hole of football and basketball and hockey knowledge for that two years. But, uh, but yeah, but making it to the Bay Area, the two years got done. Me and my wife said, you know what? Secaucus, New Jersey isn't necessarily a destination uh, area for us. What else is out there? Um, my agents, you know, floated my tape around. They said, you know, hey, there, there's a guy, uh, uh, Ted Griggs, in San Francisco and CSN Bay Area that 
are interested and, and me and my wife looked at each other and we said, you know what? It's too expensive. We're not, we're not going to go there. Uh, but then I happened to uh, be covering the Giants in 2012 and met with, with Ted and Chris Oliver and, and, you know, they made a good pitch on the area and, and me and my wife said, you know, why not? Let's do, you only live once, you know, let's, let's see what this whole area is like. And now we live here, Tim, and we got a house out in East Bay and, and we don't we don't want to leave. We like it that much. So the first place that I've been at that I said, you know, I, I could see myself staying here for my entirety of my career. Wait a minute. It's better here than Secaucus? I this this now you've gone better, off on this whole yeah. other divergent path that I I, I, I don't know that anybody could follow. <laughs> Secaucus? Yeah, the, right. <laughs> Man, th- th- yeah. th- this is dizzying. Yeah. Here. yeah. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. So you, I, get more, you, get, you get more sun here. For okay. Sure. Well, there's that, more, that, there's more that sun might, here that in, in two days than you get in an entire year in Secaucus. I will say that. <laughs> Were you like Tony Soprano driving up that the, the tollway and, and you're smoking your cigar, looking out at the scenery in, in North Jersey? Is that what you were yep, doing? The, tur- the turnpike. Yeah, I go up the turnpike every day. An hour drive. I live in Princeton, so it was an hour drive every day to and from work. So. <laughs> So, yeah. Oh, you, you still got the East Coast in you. I still hear it in you. Uh, <laughs> well, I know how this works. So you know, you don't. You know, your first big professional job you, is with baseball. You know, MLB immersed, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that's what was your main passion. Was, was that your passion? Is that does that remain? You know, your first passion, baseball. Or did that just kind of happen, and then you just got into it? It was always my favorite sport. Um, baseball was, but you know, I was always a, you know, dependent on the season, right? It was the football season. I was the biggest football fan. Yeah. Basketball season. I was the biggest basketball fan. But yeah, baseball was always my, my number one. But that definitely uh, galvanized even more. Going to MLB Network for two years. Uh, my boss there, when I was going through the interview, said, asked me if I I, I loved baseball, and I said, yeah, I, I do. I really I do. And he's yeah. like, I don't ask you that because I, I need you to love baseball. Because it's just you know you got to be a diehard fan. I ask you that because if you don't, you're going to hate it here. Mm. You're really going to hate it here and, and pretty quickly. So he just wanted to make sure that I was going to be happy working at an all baseball network for uh, the time being. Because yeah, it, that's all all it was. But you know, and, and and so yeah, that does carry over now. And now I'm I'm as big a baseball fan as I've ever been, and I think that helps kind of they've kind of stuck me on on Giants and, and A's and traveling with those teams and. It's it's been pretty pretty good with the the giant side of things the last uh, three years that I've been here. Yeah. So what what strikes you about those two teams coming from? I mean, MLB Network. I'm sure you you knew all the personalities. You'd cover them in the playoffs. But as you get here every day, as you're around both teams so much, uh, what, what would be the highlight for you as someone who's kind of dropped in, in in the middle of this incredible run for the Giants? I guess I don't. I, I guess I'm include the Asians, yeah. but for the Giants for sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's interesting how the the teams kind of embody the area and the attitudes embody the area um, and and kind of embody the fan bases. You know, I I think that the biggest thing about about this area, when you compare it to kind of the East Coast or even the Midwest, is you got you you don't necessarily have the the, the negativity and the anger from the fan bases that uh, that you might get in the East Coast, and you know, right there by Philly and Princeton, you certainly got to kind of they feed off of that stuff uh, sometimes. So it's interesting that since the fans aren't like that, you know, if the teams are, are, are playing poorly and, and doing bad, you know, the, the fans just get sad and stop watching and go do their other thing. You know, whereas I don't think that's the case in other areas. So I think that creates an interesting environment for the players. 
where they don't feel a whole lot of that negativity, so their guard is 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 down. And I've even noticed that you know the past couple years more so with the Giants is that you get some players whose guard isn't up, and because mm-hmm. they feel like it doesn't need to be up, they don't feel like they're being attacked. You know, there's a certain level of of hero worship, you know, with the, some of these athletes in the Bay Area, and so you definitely get that California laid back vibe. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is the biggest team difference between these two teams and the A's, even, you know, when they're not playing well, they still got that laid back vibe. Uh, so it's interesting. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that is different some, than some of the other teams that I've, I've been around. But um, when you're the giants and you're winning every other year, it's pretty easy to have that laid back vibe, no matter where you, you play. All right. We'll be right back after this quick message from our sponsor. Flex your power at South County Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. Gas is at its lowest, and so is our prices. We're number one in Northern California. This means huge savings for you. We've got the 2016 Dodge Challenger Hellcat in our showroom. Looking for a powerful truck? We've got the Ram 2500-3500. You can build your own work truck, the All-American Jeep Grand Cherokee, and more. Flex your power at South County Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. Drive a little, save a lot, and go on. You've incorporated some analytics for sure, I think, while you're at MLB Network, but certainly since you come here and certainly on your Twitter feed and you've you've thrown out some ideas. Where do you think, I just think, general fandom is with analytics now? Do, do you think it's become mainstream? Do you think it's still some some heavy resistance to it? And what, what are the numbers you like? What, what are the numbers that kind of you bat around more than any others? Yeah, I like I like them all. You know, even the defensive metrics, who you can you can debate, you know, how accurate, how reliable they are. I like it all just because it's information, and you can take information for what it's, you know at the face value. You can kind of dismiss it a little bit, but I'd rather have it than not have it, and then decide what to do with it. So yeah, I mean, you know me, all the all the numbers, the wars, the fips, uh, all that stuff, uh, the uh, weighted runs created mm-hmm. plus. I, I like looking at it all because I figure why not. It's more information out there. It's telling you something. It may not be telling you everything, but it's telling you something. Um, so I've always liked it. What I haven't liked is that kind of the elitist attitude that goes along with those mm-hmm. advanced metrics sometimes. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've often found myself battling the people who I actually agree with in some of this stuff just because of the, the elitist attitude towards it, that if you don't buy into every stat, that you're not enlightened. And that really kind of sets me off and, Almost makes me, you know, go the other way on some of these RBI stats and um, all Pitch, that. Pitcher, stuff. Pitchers I, wins, you know, the dreaded pitchers wins. Right, yeah. right. Yep. You know, and I mean, because the thing is, like, you talk to people who play the game, and that's fun for them. That's fun part of the game for them. But the pitchers who pitched, that was a part of the game. You know, yep. staying out there and grinding through five or six innings without your best stuff to get a win. And who are we to say that something that you enjoy from the game is, is not worth anything? Yep. So. That's where I've always had the problem with the, the advanced stats people and, and that elitist attitude. But I, as a pure number standpoint, Tim, I, I enjoy looking at, at all of them, and I, I use all of them to, to get a better idea of who these players are and, and what the numbers are saying these players are. Wait a minute. Arguing with people on Twitter, I don't. Again, another thing. I can't go with you on that one. I, I don't. This is this is this is another yeah. universe that I, I don't even know that people do that. I don't think that's actually happens. I, right. I, yeah. I think, I'll show you if you're. Yeah. When you're in next time, you know, doing doing Jim Cosenworth show, I'll I'll show you how I go about battling with some people on Twitter. Uh, man, you're such a combative, feisty person. I I just try not to uh, not to do that. Uh, you you're, you right. come here. You're you're teamed up with. Dave 
Dave Feldman, whose name I just remembered. Uh, it seems yeah. you guys had chemistry right off the bat. Seems like that just seemed like a, a natural thing. Did you know him at all? Did you was this kind of intentional? Or did they or did they just kind of threw it together and see what happened? We did not know each other at all. You know, he worked in D.C. for 12 years, and I worked in Virginia Beach for five years. Mm -hmm. So I think we were at a couple Redskins mini camps and uh, training camps, mm -hmm. um, but we never really knew each other, never met each other. Um, so, so yeah, when I got hired, they didn't really know what, what I was going to do. Jamie Sire had just left, mm -hmm. so she was going to ESPN. She was the Giants reporter. So they didn't know maybe for the first year I would I would kind of do that in the field work more. Maybe I would do the weekend sports in the central. They didn't know. Um, but then it was pretty quick, two or three weeks in. And I don't even know if Dave and I had done a show together, but they had kind of seen our personalities on air at different times. Mm -hmm. And thought, you know what, that might that might work. And so they said, we're going to make you you the team. We're going to try to make sports in the central uh, you know, a dedicated team, something they really hadn't done before with two people. And we hope that you and Dave work together. And so it, it really has. As much as I like to rag on Dave, uh, he's the best best co-anchor I've ever worked mm -hmm. with because he's like me, doesn't take himself too seriously, uh, doesn't take sports too seriously, but at the same time understands the you know, the amount of time that people put into watching it and, and tracking teams. So you, you have a respect for the fandom, but at the same time you don't you don't take it too seriously. And I think that those those two things kind of gel together. With Dave, don't don't tell him yeah, I man. said any of this stuff, Tim. But uh, hopefully, he's not listening at this point. But I enjoy working with Dave for yeah, just for those reasons. Well, hopefully, neither of you is listening to at this point, which I think is now a physical impossibility. But you do work fantastic <laughs> together. It is it is a you know in in television, you're flipping through. You just want two people who are comfortable with each, with each other and smart, and might might dig into each other a little bit, but trust each other and. You and Felly, I mean, that's what that is. Okay, we'll stop this stuff. That's, that's, I can't even believe, I, I don't want to do that anymore. Compliment some, <laughs> this is too yeah. much. But it, it's right. a good show, It's fan, and, and whoever thought that that might work is a smart person. I can say that because I don't know who it was. Uh, but you're no Jamie Sire. I, I'll just want to point that out. You are right. no Jamie no, I, Sire. I, I, yeah. agree uh, I agree with that. I agree with that. We're well, watching the morning. <laughs> uh, the carpool confessions, that's what, I mean... My family knows you guys from that. That's what they point out to me. Do you know those guys from Carpool Confessions? Who started that? How did that begin? And in, in, was it just a natural kind of, you know, pull from your personalities? Did you just know that was going to work? Right. So, yeah. So, um, we, we often do have to tell people. We go, oh, you're, they, they see us out and about. And they go, you were the, the Carpool Confession people. Yeah. And we go, yeah. We, we also do a show. <laughs> but if, you would, if you wouldn't mind checking out the show, we'd also appreciate you do that. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, we do ride in the car together. So so what that was, and the first year that I, I lived here, you know, Dave lives in the city. Mm. And I lived, uh, like, seriously, like half a block away from him. Mm. It just happened to be that way in an apartment complex there. And so we would carpool at night after after work. I would I would take the bus in, and then at night I would carpool back with him. And so Brent Ayers and Tom Pellack, who who run our you know promotions and marketing of the company, they said, you know, let's put some GoPros in your car on your drive home one time, and just and just let you go. You know, riff back and forth, talk about some funny things, and we'll just see if it works as a promo. So we did it, and they made promos out of them, and they're like, those are kind of fun and different. And so the idea then came that we're going to get some some athletes to try to get in them, and we're like, no, no athlete is going to agree to be in the car with 
Dave and myself, you know? I mean, Dave doesn't even, he, his car is an Audi, it's not very big. Hmm. Like, we've had Dream on Green in there and Andrew Bogut, and I'm worried that they're not going to play the next day because they got tight hamstrings or something yeah. like that. Uh-huh. I mean, it's a tiny car. So, but then, so a couple athletes did. I forget who the first ones we got. Harrison Barnes was one of the first ones mm-hmm. that agreed to it. Um, and, and so then once you got a couple people agreeing to it, Sergio Romo was one of the first ones, then, you know, they, they have the other athletes see kind of a product and we just finished some with Brandon Bell mm-hmm. and Hunter Pence mm-hmm. and both of them said that they had, they had seen them and they enjoy them and they really don't take that long. They take like 20 minutes to, to shoot three of them and then we're, we're done. So, so yeah, they, they've kind of grown to a life of themselves. And I, I really, the, the part I enjoy most about them is that they don't really cram anything down your throat. They're not mm-hmm. like, hey, watch our show, you mm-hmm. know, tune in, make sure you tune in every night. It's just kind of like, here's the vibe of Dave and I. Here's an athlete, you know, that maybe kind of gets that vibe and is having fun with it. And so if, if you like that, maybe you'll watch our show. Maybe you'll see our show on after games sometime and you'll stick around. So that's my favorite part of it is it's really not cramming anything down anyone's throat. Who's are the athletes ad libbing? Are you guys ad libbing through any of this? It, it feels like an ad lib, so, which is a good part about it. Yeah, so we have, yeah, you know, we have kind of a rough outline of of where we want to go with some of them. Um, but sometimes the athlete will will just change it up. You know, we did one with Andrew Bogut mm-hmm. where we were singing um, the Men Down Under <laughs> theme. Uh, you know, we come from a land down under. Mm-hmm. You know that whole thing, mm-hmm. and which we which by the way is the most expensive one we've had to. <laughs> to do because even though we sang it so poorly we still had to pay the rights for that somehow i, I didn't even know that you could recognize the song but we still for some reason had to pay the rights for it um but but that one became bogus the option we were like you can do two things you can either you know sing along with us and like you're having a great time or you can act disgusted by the whole thing and so he chose option number two and was disgusted by the whole thing so yeah we kind of have like a, a rough outline the whole thing, but we give the the, uh, the athlete the chance to, to say it in their own words and say it how they would say it, or, or kind of change it and tweak it to their personality. So it, it is scripted, but there's also a lot of room for for change once you get in the car and the GoPros are rolling. Who blows more lines, you or Feldy? We're both pretty bad, actually. <laughs> you know, which is which actually I, I think is good because then the athlete is like, "Oh, these guys are not professional at all." <laughs> you know, because I think they're worried about being the guy that blows all the lines. Um, so if you it, we have them sometimes down by his uh, his little shift area, so sometimes you'll you'll notice we'll look down at the lines. I mean, they're really like three lines, mm-hmm. and yet we still can't remember them. <laughs> I mean, so I mean, we are we are people who use a teleprompter every night for pretty much every word. I think you're using uh, a teleprompter. Say, you're so. us, using a teleprompter now. I think it's it's amazing how you I've do this. Most of the, I've read most of, <laughs> most of this off a of script. You're you're right. Most of the subjects just on word for word at this point. So yeah. So we we screw up. Dave screws up more than I do. Mm-hmm. But uh, we both screw up uh, quite a bit. I'm gonna throw one extra question in here just because I'm curious as someone who's follows sports and, and has coming from Michigan and then Syracuse and then MLB Network and all all else. The the rankings of the sports here, we know it in our hearts of people growing up here. 49ers, number one, no question, no doubt about it. Everything else kind of is underneath that. Does that surprise you? Is that something you've noted? Is is that something that, that you, as someone else, you go, what, what is going on here? Everybody's going, going crazy about 49ers OTAs, yet that seems to be the case. Right. You know, that it, it's pretty similar in, in Michigan. You know, mm-hmm. the Lions have won, what, one playoff game yeah. in 50 years, but... 
you know, everything they do is is the biggest thing in Michigan. I mean, even mm-hmm. when the Pistons will win championships, mm-hmm. you know, back in, in the Chauncey Phillips, Big Ben era. So it's actually pretty similar in, in Michigan. So, no, I mean, football being king certainly uh, didn't surprise me at all, and especially when they were good, and they were basically good from the moment I got here. Yep. So um, so, so that didn't, didn't surprise me. You know, I think it's interesting with us because, you know, we're in, a, we're in an interesting spot because we cover all the sports, but, of course, we have our, our properties. So, mm-hmm. you know, while football is, is king, you know, football isn't necessarily king for CSN Bay Area. You know, I mean, that's right now it's, it's Warriors and, yep. and Giants. So, so we're in an interesting spot. Our show covers all of them. And football, you're right, is king. But it's interesting working at a place where you have that and you take that, but at the same time, you also serve your properties and your properties and the the, the uh, audience that comes out of your games and stuff like that. You're serving them um, more than anyone else. You could have a sit-down interview with any one person in the sports landscape of the Bay Area. Who would it be? Oof. Um, right now? Yep. Colin Kaepernick. Yep. Just give me Colin Kaepernick for, you know, half an hour and let me get to the bottom of, of what's going on. I think he is one of the most interesting personalities uh, in the area because I'm, you're not quite sure what's what's going on there. You know, he's he's guarded, but yet at the same time, he's obviously trying to portray an image and you don't know what is real and what is trying to be fabricated and, and where his head is and if he wants to even play in the area and, and where all that stuff goes. Um, so I think of any athlete right now, if you gave me the choice to sit down with anyone and talk for half an hour, I think it would be, it'd be that guy. That's one where it could be five minutes or it could be two hours worth that. I'll tell you that one with, with him. Right. It's, it's really right. interesting. That's, That's a hell right. of, it's a hell of a, it's a hell of a selection. Okay. Get another selection here. I'm Ed from Reed, which I ask all of my guests, what, what's your favorite restaurant? So when I was living in the city, there's this place called uh, uh, Sweet Maple, mm. and it's like a brunch, a brunch place, and they serve millionaires bacon, and it is amazing, and the French toast there is amazing. So that is one of my favorite. Mm-hmm. But I'm not really a foodie, so we have out here in Walnut Creek, we got a Chick Fil A, okay. so that might be number two. <laughs> I think Chick Fil A is. I think you know. I thank God we got one out here. My wife's from Virginia, and they're mm. all over the place, so it feels like home for her. Um, but yeah, we're not big foodies. I'd say Sweet Maple in the city is number one. We're still looking for like a really good barbecue place. Okay. So if any of your listeners want to want to tweet at me like a really good a good barbecue place in the area, I'm still looking for that. There's a f- um, there's a few there's a few yeah, there's out. a few out there Walnut Creek or so I'm not I can't qu- quite remember, but I'm sure you'll you'll get some recommendations. Believe me, I'm sure you will. So good. And yeah, good. again, congrats, father for the second time very recently. Congratulations uh, on that, Ahmed. And I'm sure things are a little hectic in that household these days. But uh, I'm sure yeah, it's also yeah, great. Things have gotten a little a little crazier. <laughs> yeah, things have gotten a little. If you if you're available to babysit at any point, Sam, just please let me know. Oh, uh, you, you could use some help. Yeah, you just count on. And you, if you do about eight more of these podcasts, then I think I will owe you one babysitting. We'll, that, we'll go eight to <laughs> okay, eight to one okay. ratio. <laughs> All right, I'm at it. Yeah, Listen. like a little one of those subway cards. Yeah, <laughs> Uh, somehow that seems slightly uh, in, in, something we shouldn't be talking about. But anyway, Ahmed, appreciate you <laughs> on the show. Thank you. I'm, I might even see you tonight because I am going to be on television tonight. And uh, we'll screw up a, 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 a news uh, hit maybe. Maybe we can do that again. Deal. Sounds good, Tim. Yeah, appreciate you having me on. You got it, Ahmed. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. And uh, we will be back with some more shows. Ahmed Farid, thank you very much. We will sign off for now. Thanks. 
unlocks your power at South County Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. Gas is at its lowest and so is our prices. We're number one in Northern California. This means huge savings for you. We've got the 2016 Dodge Challenger Hellcat in our showroom. Looking for a powerful truck? We've got the Ram 2500, 3500. You can build your own work truck, the All-American Jeep Grand Cherokee, and more. Flex your power at South County Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. Drive a little, save a lot, and go on.